This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So, um, first of all, it's glad to be here. I, the, um, someone was thinking about, and I, I saw someone said something similar. You have the parasha of Evidibri, which is some interesting why we start with the parasha of Evidibri. It doesn't seem to be the, the core parasha, but, but that's a, a different point. And then you have the, the halacha of an Ebed Nirza, that if, that if he decides to stay on, he, he gets the, the Ritzia. So Rashi says, um, what's the reason for it? Amar Abirchim Ezakai. Oizen says, Shomal Har Sinai, lo signal, Balak Begonah, Tirotza. If it's Moicha Atzmoy, Oizen says, Shomal Har Sinai, Kidna Yisrael Bodim, Balak Begonah, Odin Atzmoy, Tirotza. Reb Shimon was there as Mikazekim in Chaima, Manish Tanadol's a mezuzah, because Akash Baruch was said, Kalibe Yisrael um, here also, the Kalibe Salafadim. That was the, that's the Rashi. So Rashi brings sort of two pshatim as to what is it that causes it and why we have it. Both, on both pshatim, the obvious question is, um, what about the first round? In other words, when he became an Evid, so if he stole, then is Oizis Hashem Alosigzo. If he was a Mocha Atzmo, it's Oizis Hashem Avodai Heim Vlavodim Avodim. In the right place, if, if we have any kindness to the person, the right place is the first time round. That's, that's either the two, both of the two are Negera first time round. So why do we wait until the second time around? That, that's a horror that, that, that I was pondering. So I think the pshat is as follows. Um, it's also interesting. So, I mean, every Avera, you could take somebody and be Marzeahim, be, be I'm not sure what the, what the verb would be. Um, um, I mean, every single one of the mitzvahs, you can also punish the person by, by, by being my his ear, because so, so, end of a sight. Like, why do we pick over here more than any other place? So, I think the following is true. When people do a various, a person walks by a place that has a trace. And he buys, and he buys trace for Leno. And he eats it. So of course he heard a Harsinai and he shouldn't do it and so on and so forth. But if we ask the person, what is this a statement of? Is this a statement of a rejection of Torah? No, it's a statement of Taiva. And, okay, every person is, is you know, it, it, it has this Yitzhahara, and what the, the person has done something wrong. He's done something wrong. He should have. But I can't really say the person rejected something. 
and so on. All are various like that. So a person stole, he that is hurt to steal, he was desperate for money, he needed the money. What happens the second time round is a lot more than that. He doesn't sell himself another seven years. What he says is, I really appreciate this way of life. It's not that I say I, have, I want more money. I, I need to say being an Eved is good. It's, it's enjoyable. It's a nice setup. So then, it means that's something that he's rejecting the, 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 what, what the terrorist said when a person has a taiva and the taiva overcomes knowing what's right I can't say that this points to a problem in the person's acceptance of what's right and what's wrong but when a person says I like this better than this that's when we have uh, a rejection let, let's, let's give an example and we'll make it more um, bring it home sharper a person has um, a disagreement with a friend of his they, fight, they fought over something and, and they haven't been speaking for a while to each other so it's difficult but you, you could make up and say you know what I shouldn't have done this I overreacted I won't do this again and, and, and they say that Imagine somebody that we're very close to, and he begins to hang out with somebody else, because the other person is a lot more fun, a lot smarter, or whatever it is. That's a type of rejection where I don't feel a, a rapprochement is possible. Um, the, the, the other person is, is you know, he, he, he's found something else that he likes. So, the rejection, the real rejection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah is not when you don't do what you're supposed to, but when you want something else. Where you can say a hafti to something that's not, that's wrong. This really feels right. This really feels good. That's when it's rejection. So the Ritzia is a type of punishment, sign, whatever you want to call it, not on doing Averis, but on rejection of Taif. And the rejection of Taiv is most manifest when you say a hafti, then we just disregard the mitzvah. And I think it's a type of thing, you know, people in, in, in our Messiris, in the literature of Messiris, the, the goal of learning in yeshiva was always called getting a geshmat in learning. Um, means sort of uh, really enjoying it, thrilling to the learning. So, the different ways of explaining why is it so important and what's it about. The, um, so, certainly if you enjoy learning, you learn. If you learn, you'll probably keep it. Of course, there's a lot of simple reasons why that's, that's ideal. But you are what you enjoy. You dovuk to. You kosher to it. So, if a person does everything that's right, but he does it out of a sense of obligation and duty, that's it. But he really wants something else. He really enjoys something else. There is a problem there. So, we, the, the goal of, of, the, of, of the years, years in yeshiva 
is to get the sense of the hafti. Kili Beisol Avodim means our Kesha is first and foremost Rebbe That's who we are. That's us. We'll do other things. But, but, but the Kesha of who we are, and, that, and, and that's why it has a lot to do with the what is it that, that, we, that we really enjoy. When is it a person looks forward to and feels, ah, I'm with myself. This is, this is where I am. This is what I get. So, so the learning to distinguish between what we do and who we are. A person can be a type of person who's got this... When I was growing up, there were, there were a lot of quote-unquote from people who unfortunately never had a chance on yeshiva. And they did what they're supposed to do because of the type of people they did what they're supposed to do. So Baruch Hashem is wonderful. It, it had very little staying power because it was a forced behavior. It was kind of um, on top. It wasn't their personality. They'd never, they'd never been able to tap into it really. The, the, the yeshiva was is able to give a person the vahafti takarish baruchu, and 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 the male that becomes the person. So in terms of identifying the person and 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 and, and who the person is and where he is, the 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 geshmak, the arva, the tainuk is really a vital part. So, it's a tkuf in life, that's what you're building, and understand the chashivas of it. Understand that building that sense of who you are is probably the most important part of, of what, what these years are all about. Thank you a bit. Marisha, I think you're the... I a couple questions for you. Sure. Please feel free to... to and chime in, chip in. First question. Um, uh, is Shavon go to college if, if they're certain that they're not going to have to struggle for Parnassa? And it's not, not particularly the Hikitim to get Parnassa. Um, and the same applies to the whole high school. They're inherent value to the broadening uh, your and if I say no, that you don't have to go, well, they don't really think. How important is my answer? Um, so, like everything else, a person needs to ask himself what and why. There's a certain level of knowing and understanding the world around you that's important. <coughs> You see, B'dolei Rishonim were conversant with the Matthias around them. In terms of in terms of the later people, people we know, there's a wide variety of there's a wide variety of approaches. What level is important? Ricky Vega has some instructions about kids, what they need to learn, um, and and it ranges. You know, there was there were shitas, really minakatsa lakatsa. Let's take someone like Abshan Paul Hirsch in Germany, where they had a full uh, gymnasia education, which I don't think was he felt was so much the other. I think he, he, he felt it was positive. Two various other shitas that were extremely restrictive and so on. So a person has to ask himself always a cheshbon. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? For muscle. 
um, a person wants to go to college and take XYZ courses. So I'm looking at more, I'm taking certain courses. Do I feel that these are good, beneficial? Um, so if a person needs a piece of paper for, for a job, so you take the course that they give to you. If not, why don't you decide what's important, what's not? If a person really has a total flexibility, we have, it's part of the choice make a life. If my sincere understanding is that, I don't know, world history is an important part of the big picture, so I take world history. If English literature is not important, then why would I take English literature? Just because somebody else decided it's important, why should I do it? It, it, it shouldn't be something automatic. Um, I'll, it, you know, should I get a college degree or not? Pick and choose whatever you feel is valuable. We're all going to give it in the cheshven on our every minute of time. So if a person feels honestly he can justify this is this was the appropriate thing to know and understand, this is who I am as a person, I need to understand these things, these things, these things. This is what I feel a person needs to be his frame of reference in life. Then then if that was Emmis, then that's Emmis. If it's not, but I just why not? Why not is going is, is not going to hold water upstairs. <laughs> why not is a terrible ex- a, a, a terrace. So, in as much as a person has freedom flexibility, he should ask himself, every minute of our time, and every minute of personality, there's one other thing that you do have to be wary of. There is an issue, and we're not allowed to engage in something that will... Um, that will create a tension of a moon in a person. So, like all these things, it's hard to give a fine line. Those things that a person required to take ethical choice. So, you have the head of, you know, like a dark achrina or whatever. But a person willingly engage in getting involved in something that is not, is hetach is And I'm not talking about evolution. Uh, that, that, I think that's one of the less ones. But what, philosophies. If, if, it's, if, it's, if the world has philosophies and ideas that are really contrary to Torah. But if I get involved and immersed in it, I tend to, I tend to identify with it. And, and a person says himself, is it mutter? So we need to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, A, why do I want to do it? B, um, am, I, am I really treading on thin ice in terms of shittas and days and And it doesn't have to be, for instance, well, let's take something that the most fundamental, um, I would say almost axiomatic belief of a modern person is a person should and can do anything he would like to do unless it hurts somebody else. Even that, there's some sheets that for Jews or other people, but, but there's a variety of sheets in that. But tachlis, is that our ashkafa? No. We have ashkafa that a person is bound. They know what guided themselves in Arayas. Akash Baruchus gave men seven mitzvahs, and, and every single person is obligated. No, we're not free to do as we wish. We have chiyuvim, and therefore, but that's a philosophy that erodes that. Why can't I do it? It's the other way around. Do I have a to do it? 
These are these are less visible but a lot more permeable attitudes that tend to corrode our sense of Yiddishkeit. So a person needs to ask himself, what price am I paying for this and what's its value? And there's a wide range of opinions. A person should have a derech, a rebbe, a derech, a yeshiva, something like that, where, where he can make a judgment call based on the parameters of his world. In a daima isatma to yeshiva university, uh, and everything in between. Different approaches. As long as it's honest, and the person is willing to say no for this course, and absolutely yes for this course, and the person is willing to be most selfish, then his decisions are based on something that's real, that's honest. Person just goes with the flow. Why not? What's the problem? Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll, I'll get a good. So, so, a person needs to give himself a din v'cheshem person because whether we like it or not, we're going to be giving a din v'cheshem someday. So, a person has to at least be able for himself to, to explain himself why he's doing it. Yeah. Any follow? I, 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 you know, it's, it's not. It's not meant to give the answer. I don't have the answer. But I'm going to discuss and and uh, yeah, yes. Right. Um, if somebody feels like they have to understand it so that they could like reject reject it in a way, meaning if so they feel that that, that draw, like it'll end up. So so let's explain. So obviously a person a person does not have a natural attraction to a certain philosophy as much as to a philosophy. The person wants to understand things. Not, don't just tell me it's wrong or right. So learning it from a Yiddish perspective and a Sefer that develops it. In other words, understanding what a nefesh is and what, what it is that we would want to do. In other words, if a person takes a Sefer that helps him understand Elikus and what is it that a Kaddish put into this world as expression of his Ratsu, the per- a person should not disregard the fact that he's drawn to a particular philosophy, but he should... First, let's, let's take something. Communism was a philosophy that, that drew many people. It spoke to the heart. It, it addressed uh, a terrible woe in the world where people were really being exploited and so on, and it destroyed so much of the world and so much Yiddishkeit. So if a person felt attracted he should try to learn more about how does the Torah view chesed? Why does the, how does the Torah view our sense of the other? What is it that we can force others to give and not? So I need to satisfy my need for understanding, but it should be coming from the Torah, not from there. So learning about Averis and what's wrong, a person, why do we repress ourselves and deny ourselves things? There are firms that explain the idea and understanding it, that I think is necessary for a person who has that sense of things. Yeah? Um, well, the graphic, uh, earlier this year there was a big rally in D.C. about uh, supporting itself. There was? <laughs> I'm sure there's heard a lot about this, but there <laughs> I still picture myself. I don't know. I, <laughs> I guess I was there. <laughs> um, there were some Russian Shield, which was the morning up to folks put out letters not in support of it. Um, so, but Pratt, what was, I was wondering, what was, you guys 
Agrippas was a king, and Agrippas was a, a reasonably decent king, as Romans go, and they, they, when he, when he, when he, uh, when he, at Hakel, he was using Shefet Torah, and he came to the Pasuk of, you know, um, he started crying. People were very touched, and they said, Don't worry, Agrippus, you're a brother. And it says, In other words, stating, affirming, and validating a sheker, a, a sheker against Torah, is wrong. It, 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 it establishes sheker in the world. And secondly, a lot of times, when in, in those cases where we will become part of the bigger challenge pack, we become bottle bashishim. And, and therefore, even though a hetzer doesn't become bottle, only isser, but the mice we become bottle, and we lose out. I'm going to have to close this off. These things are. How do you turn this off? Power off. So you become bottle and, and, and you lose. So now the question is, how do you... Has I react to it? I'll be honest with you. We went. I felt very strongly we should go. The feeling was this is a one-time get-together. It's not that we're together with everybody. We're a few hundred thousand people standing there with Israel telling the American Congress that so many people believe in the justice of our cause and are appalled at what happened and are begging the government to be supportive. It, it has, there's nothing, there's no shita, shkaf, whatever it is. I was also petrified at what the program would be. Nobody knew what the program would be until the morning. What happens if somebody gets up and says things that I think are kefira? And I'm standing there and I'm nodding my head. So is that, is that sort of validating? Baruch Hashem, it was worked out in a way where people spoke only about Israel and things, and no, there were no religious figures, which was ideal. Some people complained about the Torah, thought it was the best thing possible. God forbid there be the Torah, because the Torah, the hair, they, it's not the Torah you want to hear. And, and they spoke about tachlis, people being killed, and, and the war, and everything like that, and that's exactly what they should speak about. So, Baruch Hashem. But the other side of it was people that felt we've kept our own for so long and it's, it was vital for the success of the full community to stand aside and say we're not just one of we are Emmis and that's what it is so that's where other people are coming from I felt where I felt and, and the, by us the Shiva went we left over a contingent to sit and learn but most of the Shiva went that was our, our Shita of Shkafa that you can't empty out of these measures. They're sitting alone as a schus. But in a situation like this, we have to go. But the other side was part of this bigger picture of our survival was there because we were independent and did our own thing. That's what, for the last century, has been like that. And the Mela, um, this should be just a continuation of it. Um, any follow up, any questions, whatever? Okay. Yes. Um, where, where did Rabbi Shia, the Rabbi Shia said that? Uh, I, it was an old letter. It, 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 was, it was the New York Board of Rabbis. Me not, I'm back. 
he, he, I, I, I believe, I, I have to go back there, I, I remember, but he, he was against the New York, the, the Board of Rabbis, which was religious in nature. In other words, that our rabbis are part of a, rab, a rabbinical, of a group of rabbis that he was Eshlav against. I believe that he felt that on, you know, stuck to stuff like that, there's no problem. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I read it, but I, I will go back again. Thank you for that, I'll, I'll try to find it. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, there's some certain hashkafa at a certain point where some, within Torah jury can mix together, but at a certain point something is not including Torah hashkafa that means to separate itself. Where exactly do you draw the line? And once they're shown that machlots in hashkafa, where according to one reason, all other reasons are covered. According to another reason, where what is the head of the table? What's such a norm of hashkafa? So I think the best place, the best place to see it is, take a look, for instance, at Avinez and Ramban. The Ramban, in a few places, speaks out very sharply against Avinez, very sharply. But he always quotes him. Avinez is is one of his prominent go-to pirushim. And, and, and there are many other like that. So you understand at some point that um, when, you know, that he feels that an Ezra's sheet of white controlling, he, he, uh, he, uh, he holds it as a tremendously. And those places where it's wrong, he, he, he speaks out in that place. But, it, so, and Ebenezer or Rambam, all these builders shown him, the shittas are shittas. The one thing I do think that's important to bear in mind is we don't have a psak safer for, for Ashkafas, a goddess, whatever you want to call it. But we have a certain sense of a consensus of, um, in Rishonim, to pick a shita that's unique in the Rishonim and to, and to say, I'm going to go like that, is wrong. There's no formal achirab lahatos where you can say, okay, um, four sheets like this, two sheets like this, we pass into four. But there's a general sense of when the consensus is one way and, and there's an outlier. Almost the Rambam's sheet are by Karbanis. That, that, that they're there only by Karbanizur and it, the implication of it is that Los won't be. Which is, which is weird because himself, I mean, he, he, you know, talks about it and, and so on. But at Kapani that's what he says. We need to say it over. That's Ramon Shita. We need to quote it. We need also to understand it's an, it's an outlier. Nobody else in that consensus holds of it. So there's a general sense of a consensus. There's a sense of what's the consensus, who are the outliers, and who are Chutzlumachna. It's hard to give clear dirt. It, it, it is. Sometimes it's maddeningly difficult. But at least bear in mind that that's the Mitzvah's advert. So, because I found an obscure sheet of someplace, I can't change my religion based on that. I have to say, I don't know, it's a pella, it's a dover, it's a dover fish. Uh, in terms of time in the Yeshiva, there's a movement for you to know, if a particular second-tier person spend more time we'll see on the kids, and other women outside of Gemara, how much time should be allotted until which the women do not, most of them are Shabbat. 
for in yeshiva years, there should be a, the heavy emphasis and focus should be on Gemara. A, because it's the most difficult, and you need the, the greatest clarity of mind, free time, and, and focus. As much as you're unencumbered with other issues, it's the right time in life to learn it. it it's this is the time you will make it. It also gives a healthy basis for anything you do afterwards. Machshava without Gemara tends to be flighty. Gemara is a certain discipline. Does it say it? doesn't say it. How can you say this when it says differently over here? It says differently over there. It, it forces you to, to be grounded. Having some time for other Yanim is, of course, important. And it's, it people, it, it, it's learning to carve out time and to, and to make a certain goal. In other words, this is the time that's allowed for this. It could be Friday night, it could be Shabbos, it could be in the evening sometime. But, but not, not the core of Seder. I had, many years ago in the summer, this was the summer of 1970, I was in South Fallsburg. Um, it was the first year the yeshiva had been in, in, in there, and I just graduated high school, I was there for the summer, and on my way to Arjistra. The, the head of the yeshiva in a titular way was a Yochum Gorelik. Yochum Gorelik was a Tamar Chavzayim Biskarov, he was a Rebbe Hwayu, and very sharp tongued. He was very sharp tongued and very smart, and an interesting person. His children were like the real Roshishis, they, they're the ones who ran the pool. Man. He, he was saying, so he used, to, he used to always express annoyance about how Yeshiva Baham don't know any Tanakh and so on. He was very knowledgeable. So he once walked in there and said, he saw two guys sitting at some point learning Tanakh. What is, what is, what's this? He said, Rabbi said that, that you should Tanakh. So I never said that. I said you should know Tanakh, not learn Tanakh. <laughs> so what he meant was, was a sharp way of saying, there, there are things that you do, you sit with a big Baba Basra here, and, and you'll learn Baba Basra. There are storm to know other things, but, but there's a prominence in the base medrash, and, and, there's, and, and there is gaining the knowledge and understanding of other things. So the proportion has to be these years of life for sure. The, the, the brunt of it should be in the, in the hard stuff, both in the skills of Eon and the knowledge and the keys, and knowing a lot of and knowing other things, Ikre Muna and Yisraeli Adas, and, uh, and Tanakh, all, all of these are obviously important. And putting aside time, as long as your time is consistent and you know what you're learning, it's clear, and you retain it to a reasonable degree, it'll add up. It, it, if, you, if you have what it takes to be consistent and, and real, in Mr. Sherman, due time, it'll add up. Yes? You mean once you pass the Shiva stage? Yeah. So then it's different in the sense that learning Gemara should always be a certain bread and butter. A person should learn Torah Shabbat because that's sort of, especially the Gemara, since Shabbat is bowl, it's boil everything. But a person can learn other things once he's passed a certain... It's, you, many things can be learned in a half hour or an hour a day. Gemara B'Iyun is very rough to do that. And that's why this is the main focus. Yeah? Uh, maybe, uh, 
few more sort of supposed to pursue a career in Torah. Uh, how is one supposed to determine whether or not they're from that group of people in their time yeshiva and beyond? It's probably the most serious question that any Ben Torah will ever face. Um, and in, in the yeshivas traditionally, there had been a big focus on basically a statement that everybody can be shaved Levi, when in fact the demands of life made it impossible, creates a tremendous emotional tension in people. And that's where how the, the book starts off, as I say, starts off with the tension of somebody living in Shiva, feeling kind of a failure, and so on. The Rambam writes, when he speaks about Shevet Levi, you know, in, in, at the end of uh, Zerayim, Shemitin Yevlis, he adds something about Nodva Ruchoi, or Nodva Liboi, that the Rambam says, even though the norm is to work, at Dern Panasa, but somebody that's Nodva Ruchoi is, is, Kajbal um, Vavayfim, there's to be a certain sense of a, this is really who I am. This is my Matthias. Whenever a person does something that's extraordinary, he needs to feel that way. So my life is devoted to Torah. person needs to feel that he can handle it. It's not easy to, to have that type of <coughs> commitment. It's an emotional commitment. And it, 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 it's, you know, it defies the laws of society, in a sense. And, and similarly, going into chinuch and things like that, they're not easy from a practical point of view. Pranasa, job security, things like that. But there's no greater um, there's no greater undertaking than that. The person has to feel that his his there's an adivus ruach that's real, and he has to feel that he honestly can hold on to it. It's, it's an old person has to know his own emotional strength, his, his, his own ability to, to, to withstand pressures and things like that. It's a very hard, very individual. And talking it over with somebody who knows you well and at your stage in life and, and get a sense of is it just a dream, a fantasy, or it's a vision? The difference between a vision and a fantasy makes a big difference in life. One produces great people, one produces people on the racks. This, deciding which is which is not, is, not, is not easy. So, having somebody you can be messianic with, someone can tell you, you know, it's a very good feeling to have, not for you. Or, go for it. it you'll need a lot of Hatsiat Hashemayah, but Bez Hashem, you can make it. Is there anything for the... The future for American Jewry there has to do as uh, especially with and I think uh, overall there's much bigger concern about uh, um, the, the less uh, devotion to the most of the things than the United States much bigger overall the Torah values are stronger. Um, what is the reaction to stuff on the future of the Torah, American Torah Jewry? So, Chazal say Nevias were given to certain people. I hope not to include myself in the category. Um, <laughs> they, I, you know, the one thing, so I don't think a person should base life decisions on things that are really impossible to predict. Um, 
physically, it's very frightening. Um, it's frightening us to show up. I don't have to tell you. You, you. you were in the bomb shelters. And to say that it's, it's not so safe in America because somebody made, somebody made a swastika at somebody's door, yeah, you, you've got neighbors down the road. Um, it, 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 I mean, it's just thinking about, like, what's next? And what's next? I want to think about it. It's, it's, you know, we have neighbors up north. We have neighbors uh, to the east. And we have neighbors to the south. We're, neighborly, we're in a very neighborly neighborhood. <laughs> I remember I had a Rebbe, Rabbi Shane Zafanevracha. He's from Orford, Boston. I don't remember exactly his. He was the most soft-spoken, quiet person. Never lost his cool. Spoke softly. And in the afternoon, he was a, a Hebrew Rebbe. He taught Ivrit. And we, we used to take Ivrit as, a, as for this, for we, we had, there were regions. We had, we had two languages, so we had French and Hebrew. And I remember once he was doing in the book on Ivrit, there's Israel and its neighbors. Neighbors! Neighbors! <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like he, he, I, I remember like, so, so we, I, I don't know. Europe is not pleasant to be in. And America is getting, you, you, you begin to realize how many people, I'm not so worried about the anti-Semitic attacks per se, but I'm, I look at the, at the enlightened uh, people. They basically think that, that you're criminal. They're willing to, for, for being politically correct, to, to make a distinction between you and your Israeli cousin. But, you mean, people really think that you're evil. Um, that's not good. So, so I don't know. It, 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 it's everywhere. Things are very difficult. In terms of Yiddishkeit, on the one hand, a Jew living in Israel is um, less danger of assimilation, Prophet Hashem. Um, in America, you have Mekomos Torah. Lakewood is incredible. There are many communities, there's a lot of chizuk. Um, Silver Spring has become a different place um, from what I remember 30 years ago to today. So there's a lot of brach in that. Assimilation, obviously, if somebody's not from an Israel and somebody's not from America, it's the simple calculation of assimilation, of the amount of goyim available, means that it's, it's incredible. On the other hand, I was in Germany this year, in the summer, for a few days of a tour with a group of people, the guards was, were, the security people were Israelis, post-army. One guy's been living there 11 years. One guy's been living there five years. They said they have no intention of returning. It's a much better place to live. There are 15,000 Israelis in Berlin, in Berlin alone, and all over. So that's also frightening. That means there's nothing here in a secular chinuch that's keeping people attached. 15,000 people who basically told me, and the Arab, they, 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 they hang out a bit more with the Jewish community there. But, but I, I mean, uh, one of my children is involved with in Cyprus. There are thousands of Jewish families living in Cyprus. They send their kids to Gaisha schools, and they're not willing to send them to a Jewish school. Um, that's incredible. It, it, it's. it's, it's um, it, it, it's also frightening. I don't know. It, it, it's frightening. I don't think there's an easy X or Y or Z. I think we need to do a lot more to bring people back to, to, to whatever it takes. 
but, but even, so you're right, as long as someone lives in, in Israel, chances are that at least the minimal is in place. He, he marries a Jew, he gets married to the Din, um, most of the food is kosher, Baruch Hashem, and so on. You know, there, there is something in that. But people go for the post-army, you know, trip abroad, and so many get snagged all over the world. So many people are just there, and then, then they, they, that's what they say. They have no roots. In America, there are 800,000, 900,000 Israelis, who have zero cash with Yiddishkeit, basically send the kids to public school, and the assimilation rate is horrific. I, I don't know. It's, 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 the answer has the line doing more, rather than just picking that it's better here or better there. Guys, yeah. that's a good point. Sure. Um, in terms of also, really just, uh, the, 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 is there, is there anything to that? Which is, practically it's not possible that one big jump off from Jewish culture itself, but is, there's nothing so keeping us in America that models. So I think I think it's it's a very personal decision. If you come as a bacha here, you grow into the society. Your your nature allows you to feel at home here. You, you have a society that you feel comfortable with in. You have a profession that can bring you a parnasa in a recovery way. And then you go into it. Um, this, but, but to make it a sweeping statement, everybody has to move to Israel, nobody should move to Israel. Any sweeping statement like that, it's, 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 there's so many personal factors involved and that, that you really need to... A person, anytime you do a, a big decision in life, needs to be with a checklist of things and, and really question motivation. If, if you have many people who life is not going well for them, either in America or in Israel, they decide to move. But, they, like somebody said, the problem is I always take myself along when I move. And, 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 if I, and, and I'm the problem, so then if things are not going to change. I need to, I need to ask myself, um, am I just running away from something? Am I just kind of flighty, or I've made an idealistic decision, or a practical decision, as may be the case, and doing something? It should it shouldn't become based on a hype. It should be it should be based on serious decision making process. For, for less practical purposes, just enough. For less practical purposes, yeah. I think there's a that's the idea. Of, is there, is there the theories of my myself of my love towards being censored and so as opposed to being Yes. You take a look in Ksubis, the last Perik, and and you'll find um and Hakol Malam of course that's his role is 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 extraordinary. I, I you know, I was over to live for twenty five years and it's the and it's the and it's the it's that's what years of my life. It is. But I know the people of Zoha and I know people who who, who struggled and it, was, it wasn't a, a right move. It certainly, as Israel should be, should have the value. It's, 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 it's a, it's a mesechta. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a and, and yes, 
But on the practical level, to to make that decision, a person needs to. It's the same like sitting alone in Cairo all day. A person should feel the value that that somebody who is favored Levi. And then making a decision, a person needs to help work and process it with somebody who is going to help her understand is it just a guilty conscience? Is it jealousy of somebody else? Is it a decision coming from a real place of understanding and idealism? Idealism coupled with a real understanding and practical leads to the best decisions. If it's just idealism and it's not and it's not attached to clear and serious considerations, you end up making decisions that are not that are not ideal. Let me ask you a question. What time is Mincha? That's a very what? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, yes. So I'll 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 uh, quote you a Rambam. The Rambam more in the Vuchim. And it's an incredible hit in his Taina Mitzvah. And it's kind of thing, Taina Mitzvah. He, he goes on the Pasuk of Los Sasayah Vadome, Los Mitzri, and he says, the Torah teaches us two things. That when you owe somebody a Kars HaTov, even if the person did bad things to you, you also are a Kars we, we, we have to accept Mitzvah and the Kalyasol at the Fidoros because they, they hosted us. What do you mean they hosted us? It's like saying that Gaza people hosted us. That's exactly what it is. Netaru calls it that. He says, He's my brother. He's my brother. I, 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 I wish I could disown him. Tough luck. So he says, The Torah teaches us that a brother and someone you owe a karsatov to, you can't forget that, even if many of his other actions um, don't want it. So that person should feel uh, that America took us in and gave us a lot. It's appropriate for us to talk. One doesn't say the other. Are the Americans acting appropriately? Yes, Lord and the dog. But, but in terms of, of, of recognizing that Christ told, you should never take it away. My parents escaped the Holocaust. They, you know, they didn't have many choices. They ended up in America. They were able to make a living, bring up a family, a family. Baruch Hashem, it's, it's certainly something else. It, it, do I think that the sheet is about many things, including that this role is, 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 is good? No. But it's not different than Mitzvah. It's certainly a lot better there. It certainly would say a lot better than Mitzvah, by all counts. Yeah? So it's part of a bigger discussion. It, I mean, it's always been a problem. 1948, we didn't have less enemies. In 53, we didn't have less enemies. In 67, in 73, in 83, and the Shlomo and We've never had a decade without Muhammad. What, what, the justification for having society a not going to the army needs to just on its own. I, I would prefer not to talk about it simply because I think while blood is being spilled and to have an ideological back and forth, yes, no, yes, no, I, you know, 
I think we also have to find. I've, I've told you a few other places also. You know, I, I, you know, Shalom Lechem Aglechem. There are people here who are giving their lives in incredible ways. And, um, you know, we stand dumb. We, we stand quiet. There are reasons why they're, you know, I come from that world, that's my world. I didn't go to the army. But I don't think now is the time to discuss yes or no. I mean, uh, that's, that's what I, I feel very strongly about that. Would there be any condition under which that you would change tonight? You know, there's a difference between a particular thing or a general thing. I was needed now to do X versus a way of life and changing. We're talking about a lot bigger picture and, and, the, and, the, and the issue of army and army always, always hinged. And if anything, now is a lot better in the sense there are from a lot more people living next to Israel. I mean, in 48, there were a lot less people living next to Israel. And, and the Mela, you know, it, 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 it has to be understood in the context of the big picture. Not, 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 not at the moment. Yeah. Um, a person uh, can get ahead in life. A person starts with a family, their own raising children. Um, the goal of raising children is just simply that you try to raise children to be firm, so they start for more that they should be firm. As a goal, but as a um, one could push that on for the kids of the week. And as for that, the family like to continue their personal uh, service of relationship. So the two or three points put together, let's talk about the first point. That parents raise children, um, part of raising a child is wanting to be, is hoping, dreaming um, that their child be very successful. It's hard to imagine a parent who's normal so yeah, as long as my kid makes it through somehow, it's good for me. That's strange. I would call in the family services and see if there's no abuse going on. I mean, yeah, I don't care. As long as he gets, as long as he passes, and and he gets some sort of college degree, some sort of high school degree, and whatever he does, delivers pizza or whatever, it's fine. I have yet to hear parents speak like that. Parents want their kids to be very successful. For some parents, it's make a lot of money. For some parents, become a world-famous researcher. For some parents, quarterback. But, but the idea of the love of your child being expressed in a desire for Hatzlacha is, is very core to that love. Sometimes it's misguided. In the sense, I want to be the father of somebody who's very famous. It's my covet when people say, wow, y- 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 your son is amazing. So I push my son to do things that are past his endurance because I want that covet. So that's where it becomes a, a, a misguided. But in general, people want. What is it that you want from your child as a reflection of inner wishes? If you want your child to be successful, to make a lot of money, and of course I want it to be Arachid, I want to be Prince Hashem, I don't want it to be Mahal Shabbat. Fine. It's in a certain sense of value. Like we spoke in the beginning. Where's the Ahaftiya Sadoni Vesh Ishti? Who is the one I love? If 
my greatest filler is that my child be somebody who's Eber Hashem, called Yama, that, that he reaches heights of Chachma in Taira, it's a reflection of an inner Ruchnius. So, that a child honestly, that the child hear a parent's honest wish that their child be um, a, a person with deep chachma and havana of das or lakim, that certainly is appropriate. Now, you can't, it can't be a put on. If you really would like him to have a lot of money, but it's pasnish. So you say, of course, I but that's, that's believing in shito, which is a duality of thoughts. Um, so it's an expression of your own sense of if, if the happiest moment is when your child achieves something, Ruchnis, that's something about who you are and, and, and everything like that. So, so wanting a child to become not just okay Jew, but to become, um, to, to, if we believe that the Yiddish kind is the Tachos Adam, then reaching the Tachos of that Tachos. I was once, um, I, I was, this was in the 70s, there was an Israeli tshuva movement, a mass tshuva movement. With the Americans together, you know, they, they weren't, it wasn't the same movement, but there was also, and a lot of the bohemian world in Israel, the anti-left-wing, anti-religious left-wing of Israel, became from Uri Zohar was the famous one, Ikazreli, Popeganon, all, all the famous activation of all the people who were the great uh, artists and, and movie actors, and that, they, they, a lot of them became from... And um, so they had one night, it was in the 70s somewhere, I remember what year, they had a radio show interviewing three of these Balichuva by their former colleagues. And it was a very, very two Israelis. No, 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 no punches uh, held. You know everything. No, you know everything full force. And it was quite, quite kishmak. I must say, <laughs> they. It was. It was so well listened to that they canceled the next hour's show because so many people wanted to have another hour. Of it. it was like the first time it happened. So one of the questions was, okay, I get it, you guys discover religion, or I'm religious, is that, but why must you become so extreme religious? Uh, extreme, fanatic, I don't know the word. So he said, imagine somebody in Tel Aviv, living the life I lived. Gets up in the morning, gets the cigarettes, drinks the best wine, goes to this, to that, that. Does he ever say to himself, why do I want to be the most mechudetek chiloini? Why do I want to be the, 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 the most extreme chiloini? Success is being the best at what you believe is good. So if I think this is the good life, then that's best. So, so why is this called fanatic and this is called fantastic? Um, like he said... You, you, I'm, I'm really the sort of ideal. Um, Ike Israeli answered. She asked him, "Why do you become such extreme, uh, 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 such extreme religious?" He said, you, "You see, 
Because I don't have a her to be fry. So I don't need to be modern orthodox. He said, you guys, he said, from people, have a her to be, but I was there. I rejected it. So, so I, don't need, I don't need a compromise. It's really, I mean, it's really, it was, there was no whole spot. There was, it was like real, uh, uh, but the point was, an expression, if a person says, I don't care if you're just okay, and this and that, that means that you don't really have a she'ifa for something. I've never heard a coach in business say, Heather, don't strengthen yourself. Don't, don't push yourself. You'll play a little ball, you get a basket. Won't get a basket, you think it makes a difference? Uh, maybe I'm poor and you get a coach like that. I, I can't imagine a coach like that coaching a team. You've you got to win this. If we don't win this, we're worth nothing. You hear? I, I don't even know the vocabulary of a coach. But, but, Philan, <laughs> I, I, we have a guy, Gabby's father is the coach of the team and he's a wonderful person. We, we no, no. <laughs> but, but, but you, you, you need to give the impression that this is, this is it. It, it's a, it's, so anything that we're serious about and, if, and if the aspirations that we have for ourselves and our children is lukewarm it means, okay, it's a necessity I'll do my share, but I'm not it's like, you know, it's like the difference there are certain chores that everyone does what they need to do when people go to fight in the army there's so many people that do way and above the army because it's an ideal you know, I'm the first to jump into the fire, and I go no matter what above and beyond duty because it's an ideal that I live with, to, that I'm there to, to, to be there for everyone else. It, 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 in Ruchnius, if we don't do it with the sense that that this is an ideal and this is what we want to live for, it's powerful. It doesn't doesn't. Someone came to he was saying something that he wanted a yeshiva like like the certain yeshiva. He said. You know, it, it's, it's chilled out or something like that. That was the love. So I told him, you know, I like coffee. Sometimes they bring a cup of coffee that's too hot to drink. You wait a few minutes, it cools down, and it's very good to drink. But when they bring you a lukewarm cup of coffee, it's yucks. I said, a coffee has to be hot. Then there's a degree, you know, at, at when you drink it. In Yiddish guy, it has to be hot. And, and when a person is young, it has to be the whole mode of us. Life demands certain compromises. I can't sit in the rest of my life all day. I can't daven in yeshiva the way I daven in yeshiva because I have to. So if the core is, 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 is something with a lot of heat and a lot of oomph and warmth, then when life takes its toll, okay. But if a person's attitude starts out being like a daisical, then it never becomes Kain Chayenu. So, so I think it's a good place we can, we can stop on us. But al Kapanim, it's something that this is the time to build a, a, a bubbling, boiling Yiddish type. Aha Shalti Hashem is true today. Akash sends different challenges and different needs to, to work things through. And that is Hashem. If, 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 your, if your Torah and your Yiddishkeit is hot and, and strong, then you meet each challenge, like we spoke in the beginning, the first card. You're able to allocate, okay, I need to learn geography now. How much geography and for what purpose? I don't need to learn this now, so I won't do it. 
I need to do this now, so I'll do it, I'll study Yosotol, and, and so on. You make those decisions based on emis. If, if your driving force is, 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 is with a tremendous, um, with a tremendous chiyas to, to do what's the right thing. Rosh Hashem is an amazing group of people, and um, these, these are the years that, that, that give the fire that will, will, will keep you warm for the rest of life and uh, make the fire real hot. <laughs> okay.